Hello, my name is Nathan Foster, and welcome once again to the Renovare Weekly Podcast. So a few years ago, I had a book come out, and then my dad and I did a handful of events together around the country, and man, these were these were really, really special for me to get to do some work with my dad, and um, just a, a great joy. Well, one of the ways we structured the events is that um, one of us would speak, and then afterwards the other one would come up, and we'd have an extended conversation, just working through some of the material, and it gave a chance for me to kind of pick my dad's brain. And some of the stuff that came out, I mean, it was just uh, really good, and it, it kind of gave this generous space for my dad to just cover some material and, and, and dig a little deeper into some of these things. Oh, and they were great fun, and and often uh, we would just uh, laugh and make fun of each other and just have a good time with it. So I came across uh, a recording that was done of one of these conversations that we had in Denver, and I thought, you know, maybe I should just share it with you guys. So at any rate, uh, here it is. In- enjoy. Lord, we thank you and bless you for every person in this room. May your life and light rise up within each one, doing with them what is right and good. For we pray it in the strong name of Jesus Christ, our ever-living Savior, Teacher, Lord, and Friend. Amen. I mean, that's a prayer. This mm-hmm. isn't just mm-hmm. self-help. Oh, letting go and receiving. Right. There, this is right. This is life with God. You asked the question earlier: Is it really that all these disciplines are are just one thing? Oh yeah, do you? And absolutely, they are. It is life with God. A with God life. In the kingdom of God. Loving the things of God. Growing in the grace of God. So that we've come to the place where we think God's thoughts after him. So that in due time, God can say to us, your will be done. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Your will be done. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be nice? So that what we will, what we desire, is what God wills. It's classically, in the literature, it's called union. We come into union with God. Perhaps the best book in Christian literature on that is uh, Teresa of Avila's Interior Castle. And uh, magnificent book. The point's not the disciplines. No, oh, please. Oh, yes. I. Does everybody got that? (laughs) The the disciplines are a means of grace. And they are the means of allowing us to bring body, mind, heart, 
spirit, soul, and place who we are before God. At that point, the discipline has come to the end of its tether. The grace of God steps into that, does things way beyond anything we can imagine. And that's why this isn't self-help. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at that. Give, give me another word for tether. I've heard you use that before. Oh, the, the disciplines reach the end of their tether. Give us a, a, a synonym. Rope. The rope. end of your rope. Each, the, the, the end of yeah. the yeah. I was thinking of a of a uh, what do you call it? A I thought a tether ball. Yeah, remember that game? Yeah, that was a yeah, fun game. And and you when the ball goes out, it comes to the end of the tether. Yeah, it stops. Yeah, can't go. Anywhere. But 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 they take us to that far to end, to they life take, with God. Right. But, yeah. And into the face of God and and the and and God God see. God is so gracious to step into all of this. We don't have to have it all straightened out or worked out or anything. Right, right. God just takes those actions and then starts working graces. Now that's the thing. And, and we become as like, like little kids. What a gift. How nice. How wonderful that I don't have to be full of anger or, or worry or pride or uh, vainglory. Can you, can you help explain a little this idea of holy habit? Oh, sure. And before you do, the, here's where it can get confusing. Because the disciplines become habitual. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. try not praying for the next week. I mean, for many of you, that'd be impossible because you've trained yourself to pray. pray. But, but the habits we're after is not discipline habits. Right. Right. First off, we just need to think about habit for a moment. Oh, good old, what's his name? <laughs> Thomas Aquinas, you know, Tommy. Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Tom. Um, in his Summa... He devotes 175 pages to habit. Just habit, not holy habit. Just habit. How does habit work? Now, virtue is good habits we can rely upon to make our lives work. So there's a lot of good things in in just habit. Conversely, vice is bad habits we can rely upon to make our lives work not work. And today, we are so accustomed to the normality of vice that it's very difficult for us to think of virtuous habits. We couldn't even conceive of a TV sitcom called My Ami Virtue, could we? Just... It does not compute to us. And, and that's, so that's one of our problems. And, that's, and it's one of the reasons for uh, the need for great models of, 
of good and right living. Uh, and, and the living models are super. Sometimes we have to go back to some older models and get acquainted with them like Frank, uh, Frank Laubach. Okay, that's just habit. Now, there's a whole bunch about habit. But holy habit is the, the habitual life of virtue that produces in us graces. Okay. And, and that, the easiest thing is just to think of, of uh, the fruit of the Spirit. And essentially, love, which is the great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is one fruit, not many fruits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it is one life that we're learning to live. And that is the holy habit. And the old writers would talk about a theology that leads to these holy habits. Theologia habitus. The theology that trains us mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. habit. Mm-hmm. And then the... Because habits are so wonderful in that they're self-perpetuating. Exactly. You don't have you're, to... You're, you're not trying to do anything. You're just... You are who you are. That's why the old writers would say virtue is easy. I, I used to fight with that because I thought, what mm, do you mean? It's a tough one. Virtue's hard, really hard. No, 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 no. It's hard when you're on the outside trying to get in. When you're on the inside and these are deeply ingrained habits of thinking, of acting, of responding, it's easy. How many of you are working hard right now just to take a breath? Now, maybe some because of, you know, needs. But in the general sense, breathing has become habit to us. So this, that's the idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the holy habit is the graces of the Spirit working in the heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The disciplines are only means. And they do become habitual in the sense that we... You know, those are helps for living. I tried, uh, I, I was reading, nobody reads this anymore, but uh, I was reading uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer's thoughts about religionless Christianity. And there's a lot of value in the things he was writing about. But I tried it for, I think it was three months. Religiousless Christianity. What is that? Uh, 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 living a life before God without any um, religious actions like going to church, like prayer, like uh, fasting, like any any of those things. What do you do? You just... (laughs) You want me to tell you? (laughs) You live in the presence of God. Now, the little experiment that I had, for me, okay, failed. I needed these actions, these props, if you put, if you will, or these 
habits of life that can guide me in certain directions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it did free me from this sort of mechanism of life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's not that. In this session, we were going to work on some disciplines Key that deal disciplines, with certain yeah. kinds of... But we must never make one-to-one correspondence like it's... Prescriptive. Yeah. Do but, this. Do yeah. You get this. Yeah. It's not that at all. Hey, wait, let me jump back. Then is that idea of a religious-less Christianity. Life, Christianity, is that a goal? <laughs> I, th- I would suggest you wait for heaven. <laughs> because we are finite human beings. We need now, props. Now, yeah. We need things. Now, now, you understand, Bonhoeffer was put into a very extreme situation. He was in prison. Nazi. And he had no uh, of the normal, mm-hmm. you know, a, mechanisms a, a Bible to read. Oh, he had some things, and they brought him. I think Karl Barth brought him a cigar. That was a great <laughs> help to him. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't need a Bible. <laughs> I need a cigar. <laughs> if it's a choice. <laughs> no, I, that's, that's pushing it, but... Uh, but but so he but he was can I be alive to God in this context? And he was learning, uh, and and certain groups picked that up and thought, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> so I don't have to do anything, right? Yeah, yeah. And and of course that was just silly. But you know, hey, help me with one thing here, and then we can we can go to where we were going. <laughs> one or not, um, one fruit. Through the Spirit is one thing. Does that mean that a life, a patient life, will be a generous life? Yes. That you that if I'm lacking one, I'm lacking others. Yeah. Is that accurate? It's a, it's a whole package, and these are just different ways of looking at it. Um, love, if we rightly understand love, is it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Paul in First Corinthians thirteen says so, he even has difficulty because he, what does he do? He defines it negatively, mostly, what love is not. Oh, right. Um, but that's okay. I mean, you know, we're, and, and all of the fruit of the Spirit is a way of getting at these kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, helpful. Yeah. Hey, so you've been doing this work for a while. <laughs> You're officially retired. Right, and you so graciously came to do this, these events with me, which I, get, I appreciate. I get, I get free coffee, and you get free coffee. Yes. <laughs> uh, what What are some? I mean, one of the things I really uh, like about uh, my book is the essays you did. So he wrote these one page essays on each of the twelve, um, and this is all new material. What I like about it is it's you know. 35 years later, or, you know, coming back to, you know, writing about some of these disciplines again. But where do you see disciplines that are helpful for people in today's yeah. age? Part of what we need to work with is 
just thinking in our own lives, but thinking in general, culturally, where are the great needs? What are the great temptations? Uh, And so forth. And then think of disciplines that will help us in that context. The deepest uh, issue that people today, in general, I'm not talking about you, of course, (laughs) but in a general sense, distraction is the great uh, issue. So, how do we work with distraction? We learn ways to be still, and that first comes with experiences of solitude. So it is the discipline that is greatly needed. And see, this is one of our problems. I mean, I hate to be, I hate to say this in this way, but many, many churches, all they do is increase the distraction Hmm. to try to keep people, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. distracted. Mm -hmm. So solitude is one of the great disciplines. That's why, for example, your interest in the desert fathers and mothers mm-hmm. is a good one okay. because uh, they that's part of what they were doing and what they were dealing with. Now, we can't go to the desert necessarily, but we find ways. Right. Solitude, here's the thing about solitude. It... Uh, it things bubble up, and it's this fear, like, what will happen to my spouse? What will happen to my children? What will happen at work? What, what you know? And, of course, our greatest fear is that these things will get along quite well without us. <laughs> but what, we're, what are we dealing with? We're dealing with learning to resign as CEO of the universe. Hmm. So, that's solitude. Now, closely tied to that is silence. We're just entering a political season. We are. Amazing. Just Now, just watch people... Foam at the mouth constantly. They've got to. They've got to respond to anything and everything. And I mean, people can't be quiet. Hmm. And just sort of watch that in people. And I'm not just talking about the political, whatever's candidates. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about anybody who just like to spew off. So silence is is a great teacher for us Mm -hmm. to learn not to have the last word about things, Mm -hmm. to let people say things that are perhaps manifestly wrong Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. rest easy with that. Mm -hmm. All of those kind of things are important. So now, so that's one of the great Needs in our day is times of solitude, disciplines of solitudes, disciplines of silence. Mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. still. 
it, this almost sounds like a contradiction, but conversely, one of the other great needs is friendship. In religious language, we say community. We need experiences of community. But let me just let me just try to describe it a little bit. Getting to know another human being, not to get something out of them, not to not not to anything, mm-hmm. not to form small groups, not to. Increase numbers about something or other. Just... Status. Status. Or they're fun to be around. Yeah, or they give us whatever. No, no. Coffee. (laughs) Coffee. (laughs) Another human being. And find out what they, that person is interested in. And and just get acquainted. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. sit and... Waste time together. Chit-chat. Talk about nothing important. Mm. Now that's a great need in our day. Uh, Really, you understand what I'm talking about is attentiveness to another human being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what you've been working on when we get together in groups because Mm -hmm. the the discipline you keep Emphasizing is listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so now this see this solitude and silence. Oh, oh. we carry that into we carry community that life. into the community That's life. That's good because otherwise we can't be attentive to another human being. If I'm not having experiences of being silent, learning not to use words. Mm-hmm learning not to get attention, to mm-hmm. then that becomes a training ground for then interacting in my relationships. Right, that, because then I can be really with somebody without having to yeah. make them do something or uh-huh. get something out of them or make sure that they know that I'm wonderful. Or, I mean, yeah. it just... It just yeah. That's good. why... That's why Silence, solitude, silence, and then friendship hmm. are such important disciplines for the needs of our culture in our day. Does that make sense? Would, would you give counsel for people how to start with silence and solitude? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, should people go away for these things? Should they put it on their calendar, or date book to two o'clock? Um, <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Don't be a legalist about it. But just find ways. Yeah. Okay. Find ways. I mean, some people do, you know, uh, but you, you, you think of things. Like I'm, 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 always, I'm not going to always be the life of the party for a while. 
or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be be there. Mm-hmm. And and I can contribute something or something mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. I don't have to answer mm-hmm. everything or be mm-hmm. the... Do you, you know, oh, yeah. A, no, yeah, I do. That's, that's a good starting point. And you'll find ways and things. I mean, you know, as you know, I... I hiked down in a little canyon, but yeah. now that's but that's easy for me. But there I am, and I I'm trying a new little discipline. Uh, I use uh, a little passage from the Psalms: "May the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer." That's it, and then. Just take the hike and try to come into the rhythm of the book of nature mm. and see what I learn. Now, and not, so I don't try to pray anything. How long have you been with that verse? Mm, gosh, I don't know. 20 years? I don't know. Something. I mean, how many hikes have it been that verse? Well, that's a good question. I don't really know. Yeah. You're not eager to learn a new one. No, no. <laughs> You're not trying to accumulate. Because <laughs> I'm always impressed with those people that, you know, can they got a bunch the, of them. Oh, yeah. You just hang with Memorize one. Memorize the book of Deuteronomy. <laughs> You just hang with one. You're, you're not often. Yeah, often that's true. Now, there's probably no great virtue in all of this. I, I don't memorize very well. You know. Yeah. So I. Me neither. I stay with something. Yeah, it's okay. But but I think. But, what I, but the idea is to sink into it. What I've I, I, with that verse, I've wondered the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart. I've thought of the imaginations of my mind. How come that isn't in there? Hmm. A few times I add it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because my mind. <laughs> what I like about that, and the reason I maybe highlight that, is to some people need to be set free from having to consume more Hmm. and to just take permission to say spend you know find a good verse and spend a month with it Mm -hmm. and just see what you find sure that's okay to do and there are some wonderful passages that are meant to be meditated upon Uh, we miss it if we don't hang with it Mm -hmm. we cheat it yeah Okay, I got the spiritual formation stuff, got the disciplines figured out, and I might even take a few months on that, and and now I'm ready for <laughs> something else. <laughs> Just the way you put that. <laughs> I got I got the disciplines figured out. I, yeah, I read the book. Check got that it. one off. I... <laughs> okay, what's problematic with that? Because honestly, that's the way most I know, people... I know, see again. You... It, it doesn't work to... See, that's the way we always come at things. I'm not talking about you. You I'm can. Just, no, okay. no, no. But you don't master these things. 
You can't master something in which the point is to be mastered. Didn't I say that last night? You did. You did. See, so, so we come like a little child. Merton said we're beginners all our lives, all our lives, all our lives. Don't. Don't try to be the master of it. Let it master you, and it, you, we'll work, we will work at these matters all our lives. It's okay. That's how we train. That's part of the training. So this is not just something to you know spend time with and move on to the next new yeah See, book that's, or thing. Or that's that's where we can be. Very discouraged about the American scene because people love fads like crazy. Uh-huh. We're consumers, so, right? We consume yeah, things and right. Consume move religion. on. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to no, bring no. you down. Oh no. That's it. It's okay. I was gonna read you. The book of Deuteronomy. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. All right. Is thinking about how different issues I face in life and then disciplines that can be helpful in those issues. And then, I mean, the warning is it's not a, you know, I have this problem, do this discipline, I'm fixed. It, I mean, they're not right. prescriptive. Not, you, you like that word, and it's, it's actually very good, and I'm trying to, it's not prescriptive. It's not prescriptive. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but there are disciplines I can do that help speak to certain right. problem areas of right. my life. Right. And you mentioned that with uh, solitude, uh-huh. that solitude can be very helpful in helping me learn to listen. Uh-huh. So if I have a problem with talking too much, uh-huh. maybe solitude would be... Yeah, yeah. Service will help in that too. Okay. Because talking too much is this. Yeah, it's about me. About me. And service, uh, rightly done, especially service in secret. It's the best kind. That hidden, nobody hidden knows service. about, yeah. particularly. And, and you just do it. Just do it, and uh, and that will have a way of moving you beyond yourself. Us moving, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I need to put it correctly. Help us move beyond ourselves, mm-hmm. and and so those are good good mm-hmm. disciplines. Another important discipline is fasting, and it, all kinds. You you worked on it some, but the point is. Dealing with desire. The problem in our culture is runaway desire. Now, Mm. please, don't knock desire. We cannot exist without desire. Mm. Okay? Desire is a good thing. It's just that it has gone wild. So the people think, just because I desire something... I should have it. I should have it. I'm entitled. Right. Oh, yeah. And so fasting is a way of reining that in so that 
so that we can be strong and sweet without getting our own way. Mm. That's a good line. Strong and sweet. And with not having your own way. Yeah. Paint that picture for me. What does that look like in my life? I, I, I don't know. I just like the phrase. Yeah. Okay. Well, because no, I don't get I, my own way, I, I might be cranky or feeling right. slighted. I can be strong in the sense of living life, and I can be sweet in the sense, yeah, it's the, that, you know, sort of crankiness mm-hmm. and, and disciplining that, dealing with that so that sweet and strong. Isn't it a nice combination? It is good. Well, okay, my boss is doing something I disagree with or I'm half, you know, I'm, I'm caught in a situation where it's maybe even unfair and can I still be strong? Kind's a word I like. With, okay, it's fine. And fasting helps us to get to that place mm-hmm. because it's, it's working with desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about for something like fear, what might be a discipline that helps with fear? Mm-hmm. You remember, I'm just going to bring a verse. Have no anxiety, this is Paul in Philippians, have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God. The shalom. The erene. The peace of God which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Hmm. Now, is that a discipline? I think taking a passage like that and leaning into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it was John Paul II that took us kind of his theme uh, for his pontificate, Be Not Afraid. Now, what was he doing? He had seen into the culture, into our Mm -hmm, culture. mm -hmm. Fear. Fear. Mm -hmm. Be not afraid. The the verse has always irritated me. (laughs) No, like, or, or, you know, don't worry about anything. Let tomorrow worry about itself or that. Well, wait a minute. No. Nice, you said it. You told me not to. I don't know. I just... It's yeah, I know. What to do with that? I understand because we—it's been drilled into us by mommy. (laughs) Be careful. Do you you hear that? Be full of care. I mean, it's meant to be good, but be careful. Is that be full of care? Be we're be worried. Oh, that's a prescription to be worried. Yeah. Yeah, look huh. out. And and this passage just takes us another direction. Have no anxiety about anything. Huh. Why? Because, remember the old song? He's got the whole world in his hands. 
Now, we like the, the verse about he's got the little bitty baby, but there are other verses in there. He's got the sinner man in his hands. He's got the gambling man in his hands. He's got that crap-shooting man in his hands. Seriously? He's got the whole world in his hands. That's one of the verses. We don't sing it very often. Now, once we get a hold of that, that God's really in charge, then we learn to rest. We don't have to be filled with care. So, and maybe some of it's just you meditate on that, spend time with that. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean to try and be overly no, I practical. Don't, with I it. don't know. Let's <laughs> don't be practical about it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a great phrase from a 17th century Christian, George Fox, and the phrase was, the power of the Lord is over all. Now, he would say that in all kinds of contexts where he's getting beaten up. Mm. These other Christians, they, had, they, they bound their Bibles with brass, and he'd get beaten with brass-bound Bibles. They'd beat him with their Bible? Mm-hmm. Is that where the term came from? <laughs> he'd get the Bible into him. But he would, he'd come out of that. The power of the Lord is over all. Wow. Wow, he is right. Huh. Well, what, what you present is a very... Um... Well, but, but look, 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 look. Take five or ten years with this. You're serious when you say that, too, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good life. I told you the, the deal. Our friend, Dallas Willard... When I was, this was way back, and I'm pastoring this tiny little church that I mentioned last night. <laughs> and one Sunday I was, now this, this is a Quaker context, and so it is completely um, acceptable for people to speak up. It, during, the, when you're talking. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was telling this, you know, the story of Moses, how he tried to do the work of God and the power of the flesh, killed the Egyptian, you know, that story. And God had to put him into the desert for 40 years to learn to do the power, uh, to, the work of God in the power of the Spirit. That was my, sort of my outline. And, and then I really got waxing eloquent about this. And I says, now, we want to learn this lesson. So it doesn't take us 40 years like it did Moses. And Dallas, sitting right about there, just spoke up loud enough so everybody could hear. He just said, I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely ruined the sermon. (laughs) But what a great teaching for our little group. To learn this hidden preparation through which God puts his ministers. Mm to learn to come into rhythm with the cosmic patience of God and to move with that gently. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, there you have it. I uh, hope, uh, hope you found that uh, helpful. Hey, if the podcast is something of um, 
benefit to you, encourage you to consider giving a dollar a week to help support this work. You can find more information on our website under the podcast page. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.